Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. I appreciate you joining me on our chapter day journey again today. We are in Revelation chapter 18. It's verse 21 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said, With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. Today's podcast is entitled, The Funeral. This past weekend, Wendy and I were honored to be part of a friend's wedding. I officiated and Wendy coordinated the rehearsal and the ceremony. And so we were with the family, friends, loved ones for the entire shebang from Friday through Saturday night. And we knew relatively few members of the wedding party and the family, so I spent a lot of time simply observing those involved in their celebration. There really is nothing quite like a wedding to celebrate life and love and family and community in both the moment as well as in its perpetuation. In ancient literature, writers often contrasted weddings with the lamentation of funerals. And talk about a powerful contrast. The joyous perpetuation of life against the harsh reality of inevitable death. Well, Revelations chapters 18 and 19 are an example of this contrast on an apocalyptic scale. Today's chapter, Revelations 18, heralds the final execution of judgment on Babylon the Great. Now, Babylon first appears in the great story in Genesis chapter 10. Eventually, the Babylonian Empire destroyed God's city of Jerusalem, Solomon's temple, took the Hebrew people into exile right around 600 BC. So the ancient kingdom of Babylon became a metaphor for evil human empires in the prophetic and apocalyptic literature throughout the great story. In John's day, those reading his revelations understood Babylon the Great to be the Roman Empire. It was Rome who had persecuted Jesus' followers with cruel and unusual punishments. The Romans were known for their creatively tortuous execution methods, including the tying of a giant millstone to the neck of a victim and tossing the millstone and the victim into the sea or a deep river to drown them. As people who had seen the luxurious excesses, the human cruelty, and the unjust persecutions that the Romans flaunted, John's readers would have read today's chapter as God's promise to judge Rome, to raise it to the ground, and, quote, pay her back double for what she has done, end quote. That's from verse 6 in today's chapter. It's hard not to read Revelations and try to connect the apocalyptic characters to specific people or specific nations. Throughout my entire spiritual journey, I've heard and read speakers and authors hawking their interpretations to the masses. But in the quiet this morning, I read the chapter and thought about the way our global economy works. It is more interconnected than ever before, and the economic troubles we are currently experiencing around the globe seem eerily familiar in the text. 
Merchants lament that they suddenly have no customers to export their goods. Sailors cry out because there are no open ports for their cargo. And as I pondered this, it made me wonder if Babylon the Great is less about one specific nation or empire and more about an entire world order that oppresses the poor and the vulnerable in order to traffic everything from precious metals and gold to human beings in order to amass wealth for the insatiably rich and powerful kings and kingdoms of this world. Ultimately, I believe that today's chapter is about the execution of divine judgment and the funeral pyre of human injustice on earth complete with the catastrophic ripple effect that comes with the demise of such a system. In the quiet this morning, my mind can't help but turn back to current events. The last two years have been an object lesson in just how intertwined our economies and supply chains have become. A global pandemic has led to diverse and widespread social, political, and economic instabilities. As I ponder this, I'm struck by two, no, make it three, thoughts. The first is just how easily a small group of power brokers might manipulate and control economics on a global scale. The second is how quickly such a system might fall apart should catastrophe strike, leading to a descent into global chaos. The third is that John's revelations envision both scenarios. I hope you have a great day, my friends. We're getting to the end of Revelations. I'll be back here tomorrow.